0: 7654321 You'll never have the secret stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Shh. What's up to the League of Wildness? Welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. I'm your host, Wildman Dan, and today is December 23rd, 2021. The year's coming to a close, guys, and we got to get ready to set the momentum for 2022. There's going to be lots of wildness coming from our side, and hopefully, hopefully, we can see that coming from you as well. And I want to dive right in. I've been meaning to share this with you guys for a while, but it's from my wild man pen pal, Craig Elgin. And I was looking back through our emails. We've gone back and forth a lot, man. This is uh, this is good stuff. And Craig, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read it on the air, but I just noticed your uh, your Gmail handle. Cracked me up, man. Well played. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, Craig and I have been going back and forth. Super smart dude, and uh, he'd sent. So, I'm, I'm going to preface this by. So he'd sent me this list. This was on February 6th of 2021. So it's almost a year ago. But he sent his list of qualities that he's currently seeking to maximize through his training efforts. Okay. So number one is joy. This is in parentheses, so joy would be peace, contentment, equanimity, life balance, slash satisfaction. Number two is health span, so time on this planet free from disability. Number three is lifespan, total time alive. Number four is GPP, general physical preparedness. And he qualifies this as saying he wants to be reasonably good at any physical task life throws at him. And then number five is vanity, aesthetics, body comp, etc. Okay. So I share that to preface his most recent note, or at least one of the most recent notes, one of the most recent notes. So this was on, okay, pretty recent November 11th, 2021. So a little over a month ago, a little over a month ago. I wanted to read his notes on training that he sent. So, this is from the wild man Craig Elgin. He says, Training, I'm continuing to jam on a number of ideas we've talked about before. My hierarchy of five training priorities. This is Dan jumping in now. So, that was that list that I started this with. The, one more time, I'll read through it. Joy, health span, lifespan, GPP, and vanity. Okay, so that's the list. Okay, and then the movement period, inverse relationship between movement intensity and volume and frequency, practical functional and strength, practical functional strength movement, etc. I've never been a morning person, I've never been a morning person and would rather do my main workout in the later morning through the afternoon. But that hasn't been compatible with my work schedule. So lately, I've been playing with a daily workout of, mani- of a manageable time footprint and moderate intensity first thing in the morning before I go to work. It's nice to set the tone at the start of the day and get the mood boosting effects, get a sweat on without exerting myself and exhaust, oh, excuse me, without exhausting myself for the day. It also allows me to be more fully present with my family when I get home after work instead of checking out and heading right into a big workout then. And he says, for the workout itself, I'm continuing to explore ideas of myofascial integration and trying to develop a resilient, integrated, springy, whip-like sort of strength. I like that. I have this gradual progression planned. It should take about a year and a half. He's a few weeks in now, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. So that's kind of the training update. And then what I love, so he's going to go on to say, I still like to do the more hard style conventional strength session at least once a week. So he says, I genuinely enjoy getting under a heavy bar and doing upper body suspension work. And I like keeping those as part of my movement diet. And Craig goes on to say, I still commute to work almost exclusively under mitochondrial power. I love that term. But I started to feel guilty about the time it was taking to walk. So I started, so I usually bike now. Same thing, man. I was doing the exact same thing. All right. So this is what this part here, I love this. It made me laugh out loud. And I think we should all do it because it's awesome. All right. Check this out. So, Craig says, this is this is him getting home from work. So, he says, when I get home first thing, before entering into family life, I symbolically and psychologically slash emotionally wash away the cares of the workday with a water bucket misogy. I go into the backyard, fill up a five-gallon bucket straight from the tap, hoist it overhead, and then reverently pour it. All over my head and body. I towel off and go inside. He suggests that it's best done naked under the open sky. Only if your yard and neighbor situation permits. And this allows for maximal air circulation and environmental conditioning. He says he also suggests it's probably best to establish the habit in summer when the weather is hot. (laughs) He he finishes saying a bit weird sounding perhaps, but it's been working for me. I freaking love that. (laughs) I thought this was so awesome. I read it, you know, again, he sent this November 11th. So it's been, it's been several weeks now, but I, when I read that, I was laughing out loud. It just was so awesome. I love it. So I think that's a, you know, if you guys are looking for something for 2022, the Water Bucket masogi I think that might need to be an initiative from the League of Wildness. So, shout out to the Wild Man Craig. Thanks for sending the thoughts our way. And stoked to hear. Uh, stoked to hear. And really, really, I'm stoked to see some Water Bucket Masogis. So, get out there. Get it in. This makes me think of uh, the Wild Man Earl up in the Arctic of Norway. When I was out there in February, and uh we jumped in the ocean that was that was an experience, so moving on, I mentioned this I think on an Instagram story, but wanted to follow up in a little more detail. so I love Christmas, I love the holiday season I love it new year's I'm not a new year's guy i'm just not. I don't know. I've just never had a great time with New Year's growing up. And I don't know, maybe there's some past trauma I should look into, but I've never loved New Year's. It just seemed, I don't know. Didn't always, I guess the kind of, here's what it is. Here's what it is. I think the status quo kind of mainstream concept of New Year's is what I never really got into staying up super late, partying, drinking way too much, and then being hungover on the first day of the year. Just never was into that. What I'm super into is having a good time, New Year's Eve, hanging out with friends, not staying up to midnight, just up to midnight. And you know what? Let me jump into, because this is, I'm 36 now, so this has definitely evolved as I've gotten older. But still, even back in my 20s, I was just never into like, having this wild New Year's. I, I remember like, I think the year I met my wife. So that was 2011. I was camping in the desert climbing. So yeah, you know, I was in bed at like 7 PM. It gets dark sorely. Anyways, let me get to my, the point I'm trying to make here. So what I suggest to do and what I love to do myself is set the momentum for the new year. So again, have a good time, New Year's Eve, whatever, do what you want to do. But then New Year's day You got to get up, get out there, do something wild, and set the momentum for the new year. So, in the past, there's a classic run here right outside of Boulder. It's called the Skyline Traverse. It's like 16 or 17 miles, but what makes it exceptionally wild is the elevation gain because you're running up and down mountains on the skyline. And I think it... Think it breaks out to about six thousand feet of total gain and loss, so that you're climbing up six thousand feet and down six thousand feet across the 16 17 miles, and you hit five summits above Boulder. You can't, you kind of finish right downtown, so it's kind of fun to finish. You're like you're in this wild environment all day, and then you kind of walk in to town. It's just kind of a fun contrast, and then take an uber back to where you started and you're good to go the hard men and women either run back or stash a bike and then ride back to their car so may my might, might need to set my game up this year but we've done stuff in the past where we did like a monkey bars 200 pull-up challenge i remember doing that i want to say that was maybe two or three years ago and we it was in a community we no longer live in we've moved but I remember doing that off this – I went up to this park, set up my monkey bars on a tree, filmed myself doing 100 pull-ups, and it was so cold. It was like – I want to say it was in the single digits that day, and my my hands were so numb, and I think wearing the gloves, like, it gave the bars, like, a fat grip type of vibe. So I just remember being smoked from that, but that's a great – option as well to set the tone 100 push-ups murph is a classic that's where you run a mile do 300 squats 200 push-ups 100 pull-ups run another mile and i've always hesitated to do like a formal kind of brand-led new year's day challenge because i think it's best for you to set these goals for yourself like Think of something wild to do. Think, think of something you're stoked on to set the tone and momentum for the year. And I think it's also a good time to kind of set goals for the year. I've always done this from like a physical standpoint, so I know this year what's kind of mull around in my mind is, and it's honestly it's not much different from last year, which is doing a big run, a big climb, and a big hunt. But and I was. I I was reflecting back on my goals from 2021. I pretty much didn't achieve any of them. My hunting goal was like half achieved because I wanted, I really wanted to have a successful bow hunt, which I did not, but I did have a successful rifle hunt. But I think the other things on my list were, it was a big run and a big climb. And I just, it just didn't, hand together. I think it's easy with, (laughs) it's easy for me to kind of get psyched on something and work it through in my head and think it's going to work out. And then once the reality of running a business, having a family, two young kids, it's just the uh, logistics and execution becomes a little more challenging. So that being said, I still do plan to do a long run, a big climb and a big hunt. It's just the logistics might change a little bit. So instead of, instead of setting a goal that requires a lot more travel, I'm trying to keep it more local. So a big run I could do basically out my back door, which I thought would be really cool. And uh, a concept I actually had for like a league of wildness challenge would be it's cover a hundred days over what do I say. It's cover 100 miles over three days that could be running walking hiking whatever it is but there's a couple ways you could do it one is you could do three day hikes so wake up early head out to some local trails you would essentially need to cover 33.333333333 miles for three days or you could do like 32 one day 34 the other 34 the other whatever works But essentially, you do this three days in a row. You cover 100 miles total. And again, hiking it, running it, if you're literally trying to run every mile, that's going to be, that'll tickle. Not impossible, but it would tickle. What's way more doable and achievable and honestly wouldn't require a ton of training, not that you should do it off the couch, is just walk especially if you're covering relatively flat ground, like that's not a ton of distance, but yeah, it's uh, I actually got the idea from a hunting podcast. I listened to where they do something similar every year, but I thought it'd be a cool challenge. It's like covering a hundred miles over three days. And I was actually looking at some maps from my house in Colorado. I could essentially go out my back door, go up and over the continental divide, more or less on a dirt trail traverse the divide on the west side and then end up in rocky mountain national park that would be like 100 miles on the dot and then kind of the bonus would be stash a bike there and ride all ride downhill back to where I'm at in boulder so that was something i thought would be kind of a that to me would be a fun league of wildness challenge something like that simple you can do it a lot of different ways you can make it as wild as you want and uh it's hard. It's definitely hard, but it doesn't require, like, you know, if you're going to try and run a hundred mile ultra marathon in a day. So, something, to, something to think about. Let me know, what you guys. Let me know what your thoughts are on that, and uh, maybe we can dive in a little deep. I also did kind of tease the wild day, so we'll have details dropping on that summer solstice, twenty twenty two. Wild day's coming at you. So, in conclusion, I think take, uh, you know, if you're celebrating Christmas, enjoy it. But I know this is the time of year where a lot of folks get to take time off from work. So, maybe take a minute or two, get out your journal, write down, one, how you want to start 2022, so how are you going to set the momentum and then make sure you actually execute and do that January 1st and then also maybe start to think about some goals, what's your Masogi going to be for 2022 so I always love hearing these from you guys and uh, send them my way shoot me an email dan at monkey.co let me know what your Masogi is going to be and it'll probably, it definitely does motivate me getting those from you guys. So I appreciate it. All right. Stay wild out there and I'll, I'll see you guys out there. Rock on.